All eyes are on the border this weekend as a growing feud between Texas and federal authorities continue past an important deadline while a border park is at the center of a standoff. Quiet weather has returned for now, but we're already tracking our next storm when it gets to Central Texas coming up in first warning weather. Hello everyone and thanks for joining us. I'm Nabil Ramadna. The Friday deadline for the state of Texas to open up Shelby Park and Eagle Pass to federal authorities has come and gone and the state of Texas is still in control. On January 10th, the Texas National Guard put up a gate and sealed off the park's entrance, not allowing U.S. Border Patrol agents to enter. The park has been a popular area for migrants to cross into the United States and it also served as a makeshift holding site for migrants. Attorney General Ken Paxton said Texas isn't backing down from the feds. This is the second time he has told federal officials that Texas will not relinquish the border park. Meanwhile, there are concerns about a potential new surge of migrants at a different part of the border. Our border report partners captured this video of a new migrant camp in the Mexican city of Chihuahua. That's about 225 miles south of the border. The camps house more than 100 migrants taken down from cargo trains headed north. According to the Mexican news outlet El Diario, large groups of migrants in recent days have been riding trains to get to Juarez right across from El Paso. Border Patrol confirmed that a group of close to 200 arrived Thursday at a gate on the border wall. A delegation of Texas congressional members met this week to discuss border security with Mexico's president. We told you last week about the visit. Austin Republican Michael McCall, South Texas Democrat Henry Cuellar, and other members toured the border before heading to Mexico City. They met with the Mexican president and his cabinet. Cuellar said they discussed ways to shut down fentanyl labs in Mexico and improve border security very difficult they're trying and for people to say mexico's not doing enough they really are trying and we're trying to help them through technology uh and through intelligence Mexico has been surging its National Guard to both its northern and southern borders. It also is deporting migrants who don't qualify for asylum back to their homelands including flights to Venezuela First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Well, it took a while after a gray start. The sun finally came back to central Texas and we all got in on that here this afternoon. And as we're heading into the evening, still uh, clear skies from our Indeed weather camera at the domain. Temperatures reached the mid 60s today. We're dropping though, low 60s to 50s at the temperatures you're stepping out into and it will drop in a hurry here tonight now that the winds are backing off. Clear skies all over central Texas and lighter winds will mean a chilly evening from low 50s at 7 to upper 40s by 9 and already into the mid 40s here at 11 o'clock tonight. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll track the chill tonight including who could actually drop down to freezing tomorrow morning. We'll show you a mild week ahead, ahead of a wet start to February, updated rainfall amounts as we head into a storm to begin next weekend. Thank you, Nick. TxDOT says it will fight a recent lawsuit aimed at blocking its I-35 downtown expansion plan. The lawsuit was filed by Rethink 35 and other groups opposing the I-35 Capital Express Central Project, which is meant to expand and widen the interstate, create non-tolled hove lanes and east 
and West Cross Street bridges, and even more. The lawsuit filed yesterday claims TxDOT failed to consider the potential impacts of the plan on the environmental and racial inequity. In response to the lawsuit, Texas uh, TxDOT executive director said, quote, we have carefully followed and even exceeded the environmental and legal requirements to advance this project. We don't believe that the actions of these opponents have merit. TxDOT intends to continue to press forward to deliver the I-35 Capital Express Central project. We did reach out to the opponents who filed the lawsuit and we'll let you know when we hear back. And going in-depth, this is not the first lawsuit that has been filed against TxDOT's I-35 expansion plan. A lawsuit filed by Rethink 35 in the summer of 2022 claimed TxDOT violated the law by splitting up the project into three sections versus one larger project. The lawsuit claimed that there was a move made by TxDOT to, quote, avoid a more rigorous environmental review and public engagement of a single larger project. About a year later, that lawsuit was dropped with the groups eyeing new legal action against the downtown portion of the project. Well, friends and family paid tribute to a trailblazing Austin judge. A funeral service in East Austin honored the life of Harriet Mitchell Murphy. She made history in 1973, becoming the first African-American woman to be appointed to a permanent judgeship in the state of Texas. Murphy served on the city council or the city of Austin Municipal Court, excuse me, for 20 years, rising to the position of presiding judge. She also earned several other honors over the years, including induction into the National Bar Association's Hall of Fame. Murphy died earlier this month. She was 96 years old. And we are committed to accuracy here at KXAN, and with that in mind, we want to address an incorrect image that appeared in our Friday newscast. It was in a story from our Washington Bureau about the Biden administration's move to suspend new liquid natural gas imports. The story showed video of nuclear power plant cooling towers while referencing global warming caused by fossil fuels. We apologize for the incorrect image. And the show must go on. Why several exotic animals were seen wandering down an Indiana highway overnight. And a Texas motorcyclist goes viral for all the wrong reasons. The error in judgment that led to a warrant for his arrest. Well, it's not every day you see camels and zebras wandering on the side of a U.S. highway, but several were seen wandering in Indiana on a freeway after a truck hauling them to a circus performance caught on fire. The tractor trailer caught fire around 2 in the morning, prompting a police rescue of the animals, which roamed alongside the freeway. According to the Associated Press, two officers rescued camels, zebras, and a mini horse by leading them out of the smoke-filled trailer. Both officers were treated for smoke inhalation and later released, but none of the animals were hurt. And despite all of that, the show will still go on. A second truck was sent to pick up the animals from the highway and bring them to their weekend circus performances.
And a Texas man who boasted about his 20-minute motorcycle ride from Colorado Springs to Denver faces a slew of charges. You can see some of that video here behind me. He was going about 150 miles an hour. Now, for context, the trip between the two cities of Colorado Springs and Denver takes more than an hour. The rider is now facing charges after he posted his high-speed ride on the YouTube channel. Authorities say numerous drivers and online viewers contacted them about about the September incident, they have now issued an arrest warrant for 32-year-old Rendon Dietzman of Texas. He faces more than half a dozen charges, including menacing and reckless endangerment. Well, bad news from a cedar pollen department. The highest readings in more than two weeks here in Austin. They're up to high and trending higher. Mold is low, but trending higher. Hey, our temperatures were trending higher, though. We're back up to normal at 64. We've got quite a bit of mild air for the week ahead. We'll track our next round of rain and just how much we're looking at in first warning weather. Less than a month after a door plug blew off of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet, some of those jets are now back in service after passing an FAA-approved inspection and maintenance process. This as the agency continues to investigate whether Boeing and its suppliers followed proper safety procedures in manufacturing the part of that blew off in the Alaskan Airlines flight earlier this month. Ella Sagomonian has more. Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners are back. The FAA is still investigating whether Boeing and its suppliers followed proper safety procedures in manufacturing that part that blew off the Alaska jet earlier this month. That could lead to sanctions. In addition, the FAA says it won't let Boeing expand production of MAX jets until it's satisfied that quality control concerns about the company have been resolved. We spoke with aviation expert Steve Miller with San Jose State University, who says that it's an appropriate time to bring the planes back. The main reason being that although this was a new aircraft, it was delivered on Halloween Day 2023, and the incident happened just a couple of months after, this design and this actual installation had been in use on the 737-900 model for over 20 years. Meanwhile, the CEO of Boeing was on Capitol Hill this week, reassuring senators that the company is working to ramp up the safety of MAX 9 jets. We're going to make sure that we convey our message and all the work that we're doing in our favor, in our people and our airplanes. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Okay, about 13 minutes ago was sunset. Yes, the sun sets now after 6 o'clock, but we're still seeing the glow of it there from our Ewell Kubota camera in Georgetown. A clear night, and it will be a rather cold night, one of our coldest nights uh, in at least a little bit. Uh, the area of low pressure that bought us a little bit of rain yesterday has moved on, but behind it we're getting these north northwesterly winds here tonight. And that's what we had, of course, here today. Still a rather chilly wind for us. Yet we are going to stay clear through the night. Clear skies at 8, clear skies overnight, clear skies tomorrow too. You're going to see the clock moving, but not a whole lot else because we don't anticipate much, if any, in the way of clouds here tomorrow. We take it into Monday. Monday also starts very sunny. I do think there'll be a slow increase in high clouds that will get thicker as we head through the day on Monday, and that will give way to even thicker cloudiness on Tuesday, but we're still dry. Tonight, we're forecasting a low in Austin of 38, clear skies. So so nowhere near freezing in the city, but there may be a few 
isolated spots, mostly in the hill country, that could get down near freezing for a brief time. We're looking at you in San Saba at 32, possibly portions of Mason and Llano counties as well. Uh, looks like all of our eastern counties will stay well above freezing here tonight. Your day tomorrow, almost as nice as today. In fact, potentially you'd call it nicer because we don't expect the cloudiness around in the morning like we had today, just the full sunshine. High of 64 is right where we should be this time of year. In fact, tomorrow's very normal high will be the coolest day of the week ahead. There's your 64 average. Every other day after tomorrow will be above average. We even have some days where we're up near or into the 70s, but we're already watching our next storm that looks on track for next weekend. It'll be affecting the western states, especially California, as we head through uh, the middle and end of the week, bringing mountain snow and heavy rain. When does it get here? Well, not really until late in the day on Friday do we have increasing rain and uh, potentially isolated storm chances, but it looks like the bulk of the rain gets here as we head into Saturday morning and a widespread rain at that. Even though it's at the end of our seven day forecast, we're seeing a lot of computer model agreement that we are going to get rain here and it should be fairly widespread. Looks like the wettest weather Saturday morning. Things start to dry out Saturday afternoon and night and next Sunday looks dry. Early estimates from about a half inch to up to two inches of rain. I think more of us will come close to that one inch mark uh, when we add up Friday night and Saturday's rain. Until then, no rain, just temperatures that are Fairly mild for this time of year, upper 60s and low 70s. No more nighttime freezes, only Apache freeze in spots tonight with the rest of our nights in the 40s and 50s. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Texas went for a third straight win, which would be significant, not just because the streak would be extended, but it would be three straight wins against ranked opponents which would boost the old NCAA tournament resume. They were ready for the Longhorns, though, in Provo today, taking on BYU, ranked 21st in the nation. Top uh, First half, Tyrese Hunter draining the three-pointer in the corner to put Texas up six. Later in the first, though, Dallin Hall with the strong drive and the layup, plus the foul to give the Cougars their first lead, 24-21, after he would make the free throw. Then Ali Khalifa over to Jackson Robinson on the backdoor cut. Texas would see a lot of that. BYU up by 10. But at the end of the first half, Texas making a run. Kendall Weaver driving in and getting that layup to go. Texas down three. And then Max Acemas. Makes it a 10 to 1 run with this tough shot right there. Longhorns down one. They would be down by three at the half. But here comes BYU in the second half. Another cut from Jackson Robinson. The feed from Khalifa and the layup from Robinson puts BYU back up 11. But then Caden Shedrick inside, missing it. But Kendall Weaver with the rebound and follow jam. 15 points for Weaver. Texas within 10. And then later on, they get within 10 again. Dylan DeSue with the layup. He had 19, but too much BYU right here. Fasiemi with the jump hook to put BYU back up. Double digits, 78-67 in the Cougars. Snap Texas two-game winning streak with the 84-72 win. I think we went into the game knowing that we had to really try to protect um, you know, from the perimeter, those guys having a great night shooting the basketball. They make 12 threes a game, shoot 35-plus a game, you know, and stuff. So, you know, our, our goal was to, you know, try to make them tough twos, make tough twos and take their threes away, you know. And, and I thought we did a pretty good job of that. And, you know, at times we got spread out a little bit, 
and uh, and and they hurt us in the paint, you know, with their cuts and uh, and, and their passing ability. Yep. BYU on the money offensively shooting 64% from the field. They also out-rebounded Texas 32-24 and had seven blocks. Longhorns dropped to 3-4 and four in Big 12 play. They'll host Houston, who dominated Kansas State today on Monday night at 8 o'clock. Sports continues after the break. Texas hosting Cincinnati. Freshman Madison Booker out with a hamstring injury today. Look at the defense, though, early on. Texas wanting to have a strong defensive effort after putting up 91 points or giving up 91 points to Oklahoma on Wednesday. Taylor Jones with two blocks early. There will be much more where that would come from. We'll get to that a little later. Aaliyah Moore scoring early for the Longhorns, 11-2 Texas. And then Texas only up four here, but Shaylee Gonzalez extends the lead with a three-pointer from straight away. And then Shaylee Gonzalez near the end of the first half driving right in for the layup. She had 13 points Texas up by nine at, at, at that point there. Cincinnati, though, coming back, making it interesting. Jillian Hayes with the layup to cut the lead to three. But the Longhorns would respond right after. Leah Moore getting the pass from Gonzalez inside. She scored 16 points. And Texas rolls in this one. Taylor Jones, she's going to hit the jumper. She had 13 points, nine rebounds, and seven blocks. Longhorns win six, uh, 67 to 50. So... Big win there for Texas. Good defensive effort for the Longhorns, too. It's going to say the women's team doing good. The men, they're going through a gauntlet right now. I mean, yeah. lose to BYU, you got Houston coming Houston up. Houston coming so, up. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for watching us. We'll see you all here tonight.